0: diversity, equity, and inclusion training. What the heck is that? You've seen it in the news. Maybe you've seen it at your company. With me today, folks, is Coach D. Nelson. I know you said you do more than coaching D, but I love that. I call you Coach D. And uh, Folks, I was wondering, and I've had D on the the show a couple of weeks ago and i'm going to ask you to go back if you want to see more about her and her book that she recently wrote it was just a fascinating interview and i wanted to have her back on the show today because she does de and i training and i'm like d i would love to have you on the show to talk about what that is You know, I do harassment training, and I do uh, things with EEO and EEOC, but I don't do that, and I know it's been in the news, so I think I would like to know more about it, and some of our listeners and some of our viewers would, too. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Coach D. Nelson.
1: Thank you, thank you. I realize that Coach D. doesn't have her glasses, but- we will make it work because I don't have to read anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, we're this unscripted. We're just gonna go go right at it. I've got some questions. You've got answers. Sure. But before we do that, could you just tell our viewers and our listeners just briefly a little bit about refresh our memories. Who are you and what you're all about?
1: Sure, sure. My name is Deloria Nelson Street. I also go by D. Coach D. Uh, I'm the president of Authentic Culture and Engagement Solutions which is a consulting firm that's focused on really helping people navigate their culture through an inclusive lens. So a lot of what I do is the DEI that we're talking about, the diversity equity and inclusion, a lot of cultural audits, unconscious bias training, inclusive leadership, the whole nine. And we'll get into that a little bit more. I've been doing it uh, for myself for a couple of years. I started in 2018. Prior to that, I led diversity and inclusion for Charles Schwab and had my hands in diversity and inclusion at Walt Disney World and other companies. So I'm really excited that we're having this conversation because a lot of people don't want know what it is, but they're afraid to ask. And you know, as trainers, we always say there's no dumb thing is a dumb question and it's not, but I'm glad we're gonna have an opportunity to clarify it for your audience. So I appreciate you being here.
0: No, this this is great stuff. So when we talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion what what is all involved and i'm just going to let you go tell me sure. more about that you see i've never taught it i've not actually even been through a de and i class i've read a lot about it sure. but tell me what tell me about the, i guess those three words and how do you explain it to folks and what would i experience if i went to a de and i training
1: okay so i at- historically, if you think about it, I think some of it stemmed from what you are familiar with, which is the EEO, right? The equal employment opportunity, the non-discrimination against women or against minorities or against religion, all of those things. So I think what happened is employee relations, which I also have a background in, can be seen as a little more punitive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you discriminated against somebody or you didn't hire this person or they're working in a hostile environment. And so then we're looking at what is the uh, the appropriate action, whether it's termination, training, whatever. I think probably about 25 years ago, I think his name was William Roosevelt of realize, you know what, we're missing a piece. So instead of just being punitive and saying, well, if you do this, you'll get fired. If you do this, you'll get demoted. Why don't we figure out how to embrace the differences? And so when you think about diversity, diversity is really about the differences. And there are plenty of dimensions of diversities. The one that most of us are most, uh, think about the most is race, sex, of uh, religion. Some of it are things you can see. And what was happening is, it was becoming more and more necessary because the diversity and the demographics in the United States were shifting. And, you know, people started saying by 2020 or by 2000, America was going to become more brown. You know what I mean? That we'll have more African-Americans, more Hispanics. And in the traditional sense, it won't just be white males in charge of everything because demographics are stating that the numbers of people in the workforce are changing. And with that change, we need to have more knowledge and understanding. So diversity is really People say there's a saying that says diversity is about counting numbers. Inclusion is about making numbers count. So diversity is truly just about having representation, right? You have different representation in your workforce. So you have Hispanics, you have African-Americans, you have whites, you have Asians, you have people with disabilities. That is diversity. So you don't have a monolithic workforce. So that's all diversity is. Inclusion is about, I'm here now, great. But do I have a voice? I did a training called Valuing All Voices. So even though now I'm here, does, do I get to bring my whole stuff to work? Uh, if I'm in a meeting and I say, oh, I have this idea, is everybody talking over me? Or does somebody say, oh, Dee has an idea? And they listen to the idea in the same way. So inclusion is more about now that we have this diversity, how do we ensure that they're included in the decision-making, included in everything that we do? Because what happens at a lot of companies, and it's not that unusual, is there's a lot of diversity at the entry level, right? But Mm -hmm. as the company grows and as people do become promoted, it becomes more white and more male as it goes up. There's a lot of studies of women in the workplace is one of them. And so it talks about how you know, the entry level in a lot of cases is 50-50, or it may be 20% of African-American or 15% Hispanic, but the conversion is not nearly the same. So what inclusion is about is understanding how to include folk. And then the, also I'm going to go back a little bit. The premise of diversity, it's not just the right thing to do, or we're not doing this just so we don't get sued or because we have to do EEO or we have a EEO or affirmative action plan. It's because the studies have shown us that we will have better outcomes if we have more diversity. So Mm -hmm. there are studies that say companies that have racial diversity are 35% more profitable. Companies that have gender diversity are 15% more profitable. Because what they're realizing is if everybody is kind of looking and thinking the same, it's quicker, so you come up with consensus quicker, but you're missing certain angles. So I'll give you an example, even from a cultural perspective of, there was a study. One of the things that sometimes people do in training is they say, "Of oh, draw me a picture of yourself. So people draw okay. pictures of themselves. People more from the Asian culture draw a picture of themselves, but they also draw like maybe the house and people around them. Americans just draw that selfie. Well, culturally, of other countries, especially Asian countries are more interdependent, right? It's all about my family, where I'm from, the land, it's everything. Whereas in America, hey, it's all about me. So it's just my selfie. So even that thought process, if you think about doing a project and how you want something to appear, it really makes a difference who you're marketing to, because everybody doesn't think the same. And there are some cultural nuances that make a difference. So diversity is really about understanding and having representation of different backgrounds and different styles, LGBTQ, the whole nine. But inclusion is now that we have that, can we make room with the table to make sure they're really not just window dressing or they're not tokens, or they're just not here to meet quotas, that they really get to come and contribute.
0: Okay, um, love that. So that's I, I, he and I.
1: That really
0: paints a great picture. Okay. Uh, it's especially the selfie picture, because you're, you're right. It's it, diversity is more um, than just, oh, we need to fill certain slots with certain right. people just so we look good. Right. But once you understand diversity, you understand how people view different things. And Absolutely. so if I'm on a team of people or I'm hiring a number of people and I uh, is, uh, culturally, I view the life, my life and draw a self-portrait. I view culturally, maybe I draw a picture of myself, but a, a different type of perhaps race, mm-hmm. uh, different culture might then draw a picture of themselves and their family. Absolutely. I thought that, that's, that's mm-hmm. pretty- um, Yeah, the
1: context is different. Yeah,
0: that puts things in context. I always mm-hmm. talk about putting things in context. So diversity and then the inclusion is once you're here and I could see that, I could see companies. And I might, I don't know if I see it in like, uh, you know, shows or, um, you know, I think about, uh, that one movie with those, uh, three ladies that were in the, um, space program.
1: Okay. And, uh, oh yeah. Uh, hidden figures,
0: hidden figures. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think there's, uh, you know, it's like, uh, oh, you know what, you've been assigned and we just need you to go down there and do your job. Right. And every time she would have an idea, right. And she was a black female, right? right? And so she would come up with an idea and this is in the 1960s. They would basically ignore her, right? Right? She was just window dressing.
1: Exactly. So it's
0: more than just being there. It's now that you're here, what are we? Okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for that explanation. Sure. But where does the E come from? Cause I can remember it was always diversity and inclusion training. Mm-hmm. Then someone said DEI training. And I was like, what is DEI? And then I realized- now they've put in e right, yeah. There the E too. is
1: for equity, and I'll be honest. I think we're still evolving, so I would say E is for equity and evolving. Equity is: am I being am I being paid equitably? Am I getting equitable opportunities? Right? Because just being there and now including me, if I am not being paid equitably, and there's a lot of studies about you know they have equal payday. So when they say equal payday of white women's equal payday comes first, then black women's equal payday comes next, and then Hispanic equal payday comes even after. So there's definitely disparity in pay based on not just being a woman, but being a woman of color. So that's equity. But another thing about equity is equity and equal is not necessarily the same thing. So there is a graphic and I'll try to paint the picture because Of well, we're here. I wish I had it. But there's a picture, there's a baseball field and there's a gate. Let's just say there's a six-foot fence in front of the gate. So there's a picture that says equity and it says equal. So there's a gentleman who is like six feet and he's standing there looking over the gate, watching of watching the game. Then there's a really short person, but he's standing on a box. So let's just say he's four feet but he's standing on a two and a half foot box. So he can actually watch the game. And then the third person has something that makes them, it puts them at the same level. That's equity. Equal would say, everybody stand on their own two feet. Well, great for the six foot guy, but the other two people are not going to see a damn thing, but the fence, right? <laughs> so equity is about giving people what they need, but it's not about giving people the same exact thing. So that's where equity comes from. And it's pay, but it's also maybe creating a pipeline, right? So maybe if someone is from an underserved community and they're not familiar with financial services, because I deal mm-hmm. with financial services a lot, and they say, oh, we need more diversity in financial services. Well, you know, a lot of people that are in financial services make money based on contacts, right? And right. I mean, known that, you know, you know, it may change in 20, 30 years, but right now today, the wealth is not in the minority communities. So if I'm gonna be successful based on my contacts, then you're gonna say, oh, I'm equal, you bring in in your book of business. Well, I don't know a lot of people that are million and billionaires, so I'm gonna fail. So equity could be in my case, helping me to build that, or maybe it's creating a pipeline. So now maybe you have some HBCUs, Historically Black Colleges and Universities, where you create a financial planning school, or maybe there's an internship that XYZ company creates in this community so they can start exposing that community to some of these opportunities so they will have more of an opportunity. But that's equity. Because it's okay. not equal, it's equity. Equitable. No, I I love sense? once
0: again, another great visual okay. and explanation. Okay. From um from you. So thank you. So you mentioned, and and I want to ask about the, um, the bias, the, uh, what did you call it? Unconscious bias. Mm -hmm. But can you just walk us through what happens in a diversity and inclusion class? Like what are the basics when, when I walk in Mm -hmm. and I'm like, why am I here? I've been to harassment training already.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. It's different. It depends on which one you go to. So I do something, called unintended consequences which is very much like unconscious bias and it's really level setting and getting everybody to understand that we are all biased newsflash because people love to say i'm colorblind i don't see color and wrong answer right and it's not because it's not the pc things to say it's because it's not true studies Mm -hmm. say the things people notice first about people are their race their sex and their appearance right so saying you're colorblind, I understand what people are trying to say, that the color it doesn't matter, but it actually does. Because if you don't see my color, you don't see me. And some of my experiences that are different from yours, I have because of my color, right? Where I live, you know, a lot of different things. So unconscious bias is really about getting people to understand we all have biases and they don't have to be intentional there's a really good book called White Fragility. And I do think one of the things that happens negatively is people think bias, bad, unbiased, good. Of talking about race, bad, acting like we're all the same, good. And it keeps us from learning, right? Because you have a good person, bad person dichotomy. And as soon as you say racism or racist, everybody's like, no, I'm not. And they they don't listen. So bias is better because it helps people realize we all have it and it's not intentional, right? I've Mm -hmm. done a lot of diversity and inclusion training, but also like you, a lot of EEO investigations. I don't think there are a lot of people running around saying, I'm going to do all this stuff to the Asian people or to the black people or whatever. It's really more ignorance in that you don't understand certain cultural norms or things that you shouldn't do. And so that's where the unconscious bias comes in, because all bias is, is it's the way that your brain shortcuts. So when I Mm -hmm. teach it, I talk about there are millions of pieces of information that come to us at one time. As smart as we are, we cannot digest all of that. So your brain says, okay, I'll be smart. I'll make a shortcut. Okay. So if I've never dealt with the other, whoever the other is. So I've grown up in an all African American community. I went to historically black college university. My church is all black. I've never dealt with a white person, right? So here comes Chuck. Hey D., so because I don't know you and we have a relationship, I gotta pull some information about you from somewhere. So where do I pull it? I pull it from what I've seen on the news, I pull it for what I've read in the book, and I pull it for what my mom and dad have told me about white males, right? So that goes into my memory bank. So when I interact with you, all of that comes up, right? Mm-hmm. If it's if it's complimentary, then great, but it could be wrought with bias. It could be wrought with, only thing I know is I see at the news, I always see white men handcuffed, right? I always see white men described as thugs. So in my mind, white men are dangerous, especially the people look like me. They're thugs. And so when I interact with you, as nice as you seem, that bias is creeping up. And as I'm, if I'm interviewing you, I'm kind of making, marking you a little lower. I'm doing all this stuff, but it's not conscious. I don't realize that. It's, oh, check seems nice he's great. So I'm scoring you, but the scores are lower because that unconscious mind is influencing how I see you. And Mm -hmm. so it's, it happens all the time based on whether you've had experience or relationships. So it's really teaching people that we all have it. Let's figure out what your is, what yours is. It's kind of like introspection. And then let's figure out ways to set it aside as well as dealing with organizational biases because organizations have bias too like certain organizations love extroverts, right? I can say Disney was a company that loved extroverts because it's entertainment you're forward facing. So what happens to the people that were introverts? Did they have to try harder? Did they get as many promotions? So there's organizational bias as well as personal bias, but the only way to get better is to recognize what yours is and then figure out ways to set it aside.
0: Yeah, you know, I would imagine that, and, and someone had sent me a, uh, a link to a study I was going to check out. I think it was from Harvard. He said that. Yeah, implicit bias. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, yeah it, it, and, and it's different pictures, and you don't have a chance to yeah. uh, think. You've got to choose, choose. But bias is more than just, let's say, race. But he said there's a uh, a fat skinny test. Oh,
1: absolutely. Uh, I was like, really? I mean, there's, beauty, there's beauty bias. There's height bias. Most CEOs and most presidents are white men over six feet. And it's so much so that you know it's not coincidental. Because think about it, in our society, we're taught that stature shows a certain level of control. So yeah, there's definitely beauty bias, there's height bias, there's name bias. There are all of these studies about names that sound more African-American get half of the callbacks with the same exact resume as names that are like Patty, Paul, Sue, or Joe. So that bias is
0: it's real. Okay. So the way you laid out how you teach it, I think that was good because I a lot of people when they think about oh, I gotta go to a DNI class, they're they're usually afraid, or yeah. they think they're gonna go and all they're gonna do is sit there and be told how how biased they are, how bad they are, and you know, you're doing it where you're saying, No, 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 yeah. no you don't understand.
1: No, it's, we all have it, yeah. Uh-huh. We all have biases, and I do of recommend people go to the Harvard implicit bias because you can take it based on race. You can take it based on sex, different things. And people always hate the results because they're in denial, but you know what? And the thing I teach my class too is not only are white people biased against black people black people are biased against black people. We've all been exposed to the same stimulus, right? We have to remember that. If you're watching the news and you see certain things, or if you're reading and you see certain things, we're all being what I call primed. I know Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book called Blink. And in that book, he talks a lot about priming and kind of influencing thoughts without people realizing that they're being influenced. And so that helps contribute to our bias.
0: Okay. So this has been great. Let me just ask you, uh, going with a company. I, I know I do harassment training, sure. right? So this is just doing D training. Like what type of companies are, uh, moving forward and doing these, these trainings? Is it big sure. companies, small companies? Is it, you know, I, I, what type of companies have you been working with? Uh, yeah. Lately? All
1: companies. I'm working with a biochemical company now, I'm working with of of a nursing association. I'm working with the financial services firm. All companies are because they're trying to kind of figure it out and they know it's bigger than just the EEO, right? Because if you think about it, EEO training and harassment training teaches you what not to do. Yeah. But it doesn't teach you how to create an inclusive work environment. So it's all about like kind of how you raise your kids. If you always tell them no, you know how kids, their favorite word is no, and it's like, well, Mom and dad, how many times have you told them no? <laughs> EEO training is really about don't say that, don't do this, don't do that. Diversity and inclusion is about understanding, guess what? Your company is going to be more profitable if you can bring all the, the, the minds and all of the energy and the performance of everybody. You're going to increase your customer base if you can create products that are attractive and that of uh, speak to different groups. Right. I remember at Disney when they had kind of tapped out in the market as far as just the kind of white Anglo-Saxon Protestant market. We watch uh, Walt every Sunday, you know, wonderful world of Disney. And a lot of people were like black but that's not my experience. So that's when they started doing the uh, family reunion theme. Right. You got to understand different cultures value things differently and you can miss out if you don't understand the different markets because they're consumers, but one size doesn't fit all. Yeah,
0: that's a great example. That's an awesome example. So let me ask you, did I miss anything? Is there any other message that uh, in regards to our subject today that I've maybe missed touching on? And then how would folks get in touch with you if they wanted to use you to help them with their DE and I
1: (laughs) training? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, it's... We're evolving, right? I think there was some motion. It slowed down a little bit. Then I think the George Floyd tra- tragedy kind of made people say, whoa, we really aren't post-racial. There's still a lot of work that we need to do. Uh, and so I would just say be open, right? If you really want to maximize your workforce and get the best out of everybody, also attracting people. I mean, you cannot just attract talent now just because you're a big company, right? And you know, I did a thing with the Gen Z the Gen Z generation, these are the folk that have been out there marching, they are used to inclusion, and they don't want to work for a company that they don't think is equitable. So mm-hmm. it really can impact that. So you can get in touch with me by emailing me at Deloria Nelson at ACE, A-C-E solutions group.com. You could also just Google my name, Deloria Nelson, of uh, or look for ACE solutions group. And I would be more than happy to put together a session for you, customize it. But we just need to maximize the workforce, let everybody come together, use their God-given talent and make the best product possible. So, I mean, I think we're moving in the right direction. It's not easy, but it's how we have to evolve. It's like either evolve or go extinct. We need to evolve our companies, involve, involve and evolve opportunities for everybody and just, you know, be the best that we can be. So I'm excited about the opportunities,
0: Folks, I will have all that information in the show notes below. I'm also going to have a link to Deloria Nelson Street's original interview, where we talked about the book that she wrote, which let's just give a plug for the book. It sure. was, uh, it was from, from six figures to food stamps, back to six figures.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And Absolutely. it was about your life and it's a quick read. It's a short read, but there are, there are lessons in that book and it's powerful. It's a, it's, it's really, uh, really awesome stuff.
1: All right. Hopefully you all learned a lot about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And uh, I look forward to hearing from everybody.
0: All right, folks. Thank you. And until then, until next time, stay safe out there.